The library started off as the target of a cyber attack, and it's unclear as to whether uh, there was ever any ransom paid. The library said not, and I suspect that's true, but were there other demands that were made that were either met or refused? Uh, anyway, we don't know the answers to all of that, but what we do know is that this is a big source of concern for uh, cities in particular. And Charles Finley is with us, who's a cybersecurity policy expert at Toronto Metropolitan University and can help us understand why cities uh, are the targets that they are. Uh, good morning, Mr. Finley. Good morning, John. Good to be with you. Nice to have you too. So, you know, why cities as opposed to big corporations, or I guess they're all targets of a sort, but why are cities particularly rich targets for these uh, criminal actors? And we'll talk about how organized this all is in a minute, but why are cities such rich targets for them to go after in parts of the city uh, administration or structure like libraries? Well, really because they're so important uh, for uh, for citizens. And uh, these, uh, you know, these criminal gangs, these ransomware gangs, as is often the case, can use uh, city infrastructure, municipal infrastructure as leverage to drive uh, significant uh, uh, ransoms. So uh, it's really the importance of uh, municipalities, the importance of the services that municipalities uh, deliver. You think of, you know, water, wastewater, uh, you know, 911, fire. Uh, emergency police, all of those, uh, all of those pieces. It's the importance of uh, municipalities and the services that they provide that really drive the vulnerability that they have to uh, to cyber attack. So when you talk about that, and you talk about water, for example, a very, if you think about it for a second, an incredibly sensitive. Uh, you know, area because everybody needs water to live and we rely here and I think frankly take for granted. I had the opportunity as mayor to get to understand exactly what's involved in delivering, you know, safe water, fresh water to people, you know, every morning reliably without fail. But what, is it possible that somebody who is engaging in one of these cyber attacks could, for example, either take control of or, or disable, um, you know, the water system such that it would put into jeopardy the ability to deliver that safe water to people every morning and every afternoon? It is possible. We've seen attacks uh, of that kind uh, against uh, water, wastewater uh, in the United States. So there are examples uh, that have occurred uh, where, uh, you know, water, wastewater systems are, uh, are vulnerable. Uh, and so uh, this is a very important uh, issue and, and, uh, and, a, and a very important concern. And in fact, you know, it's really a part of, uh, you know, all critical infrastructure across uh, our society and economy that is vulnerable to cyber attack uh, transportation. We're seeing significant attacks on the healthcare system, financial uh, services uh, of all kinds, communication systems, uh, logistics. So all kinds of critical infrastructure are uh, are under attack, and this is a this is a very significant challenge. So let's talk about what we can do about it. Maybe starting with uh, at the sort of I'll call it the the sort of top level uh, in terms of having people who whose job it is uh, to set up defenses and to monitor these kinds of things. Uh, what are cities and big organizations like that doing to try to protect themselves in the broader sort of structural sense against this sort of uh, attack? So really, there's sort of three categories. There's people, process, and technology. Uh, you know, people need to be trained. Uh, all people across an organization need to be trained uh, to take uh, the important steps necessary to protect organizations. That includes things like, you know, not clicking on links in mm -hmm. emails that don't come from uh, trusted senders, which is often, a you know, an important 
uh, vector of attack uh, in terms of ransomware. So, you know, general uh, a, a training across an organization. And then, of course, you know, specific individuals need to be uh, in place in, in cybersecurity uh, groups within organizations uh, uh, to, you know, to protect those organizations. So that's on the people side. And that's, you know, really, really critical process. Uh, we need, uh, you know, breach response plans in place uh, that are well-practiced uh, within these organizations so that the organizations know how to react uh, and, and you know, who to call and what the steps are that they are going to take uh, when they are the victim of a, of a cyber attack and they will be uh, a victim of a cyber attack. And then we come to the, you know, the technology piece. And of course, this is important, but not as not as important as some might think. We need to have the the proper defensive technologies in place to ensure that these organizations are are protected. So people, process, and technology in that order. Uh, thank you very much, Charles Finley, who's a cybersecurity policy expert at Toronto Metropolitan University. Interesting to hear about the threat that uh, is out there, but also the defenses that are being mounted against it. So thanks very much. Thanks very much, John.